Welcome to Filled with His Love, Strengthening Attachment Relationships. I'm Russ Osgathorpe, your host, and today I want to talk about locus of control in the workplace. So there was a study done recently uh, that showed that locus of control has quite an impact in the workplace. Uh, If people in the workplace uh, have a high external locus of control, in other words, they see outside forces as controlling them, then they tend to blame others for their failures. And unsurprisingly, their performance is not up to par compared to those with a higher internal locus of control. So uh, all things uh, considered, having a higher level of internal control helps in the workplace, not just at home with parenting or in any other setting. But the workplace is definitely affected by locus of control. Now, here's the interesting part to me. In the workplace, we have leaders, and we might call leaders and workers. Um, But we, you know, if you look at the definition of leadership, it somewhere in that definition, there's going to be the allusion to a high internal locus of control. You can't lead unless you feel like you can make a difference. You have to believe that your choices, what you do, can help the organization. But we want every person, actually, if you think of any organization you've been a part of, we want every person who is hired, even perhaps the newest employee with the lowest salary, to take initiative and be creative and be imaginative to suggest new ideas, that takes a high internal locus of control. So we want to hire people like that. I remember one time when Elder Ballard was addressing mission presidents, he said, brethren, move the work, don't just tend the work. In other words, we're not supposed to just maintain what is going on in an organization that we join. We're supposed to help it move ahead. We're supposed to help it get better. It reminds me of also of Hugh Nibley's statement one time when he said, we manage things like products or our inventory. We don't manage people. People cannot be managed. In other words, he was saying, we don't try and control people. We lead them, he said. We don't manage, we lead. And what is leadership? Well, it is mostly teaching, as President Hinckley once said. A leader shows others a better way, and that's why everyone in an organization can be a leader in his or her own domain. The the way we teach as a leader is we try and help people see that there is a better way of doing something and convince them, persuade them in a very uh, correct way that if we all move in this direction, things will get better for all of us in the organization. So, but we want everyone to take initiative. We want everyone to share ideas and everyone to teach one another about those ideas so that we can move the work forward. I've heard some say sometimes when I was at the uh, university, some would say, well, you know, we're, we're sure that the administration wants, we, we just can never tell what they want because they keep sending mixed messages. This is kind of a form of blame, blaming the leader in a sense. Um, external locus of control. It's making excuses. I remember an address that Elder Holland gave when he was serving as president of BYU. 
It was a very powerful talk about the dual responsibilities of a faculty member to teach and also to do research. He said, I can't get the right exact quote, but he said something like the following. Now, what I'm going to say next, some might misinterpret, so I want to make it very clear. Teaching is our number one priority at BYU. We came here to inspire the rising generation, but we have the responsibility to conduct research and publish that research, and we can become stronger in our scholarly pursuits. It's not exact, but it's very close to the, the message that he gave that day. On the way back to my office, I walked alongside a fellow faculty member, and he said, well, just as I thought, all this university cares about is publications. It no longer values teaching. We always get such mixed messages. And mind you, this was coming from someone who had a hard time publishing anything, and so he was trying to justify himself in his lack of performance. But it's a lesson for all of us to blame a leader or to blame a coworker, for that matter, for our poor performance or for our attitude or for the stress that we have in the workplace is just not productive. Blaming anyone else for our problem is not productive. So in the workplace, locus of control can make a real difference. And we have to actually, I think, as leaders and workers in an organization, help each other increase our level of internal locus of control. We have to kind of help one another see that we can all make a difference in the organization. We can all do better. We can help move things forward by better ideas and by concerted effort. One time President Hinckley said uh, we could baptize twice as many people with concerted effort in the missionary work. I asked my missionaries one day, I said, what does concerted mean? And they said, well, it means kind of special effort, extra effort. Well, actually, it comes from the word concert, which is like an orchestra where everyone plays their instrument together to make a combined magnificent sound and performance. So he was saying that if we work together, not compete with each other, but work together, we could do much better. We could move the work forward. So my message today is let's all, in whatever organization we work in, uh, do all we can to help each other see that we can each make a difference, that we should never blame others for our poor performance, that we should take initiative and use that higher level of internal locus of control to better ourselves and each other. Hope to see you next time. Thanks.